Hey, I'm Kevin Pettit. And I'm Martin Frazier. And we are Loud Americans Discussing Soccer, better known as Lads. Ah, uh, okay. Today is October eighteenth, twenty eighteen. And you are listening to Lads Podcast. Martin, what is up? How is the library? Library's freaking fantastic. I literally just walked in like 10 minutes ago from work, cracked open a beer, sat my happy ass at a computer, and now I'm talking to my best friend. So can life get better, Kevin? I don't think it can. Mm. No. No, I'll answer that for you. No, it can't. Uh, Martin, <laughs> Plus so Plus footy's me. back. Yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, today is like, there's, think about it. The Premier League is back. What's what's better than that? I Some would argue sex. I would argue the hell out of that. Uh, talking to someone after, that's awkward. Um, that's bullshit. Mar- You've been to uh, the Black Sheep with me. After a United game, it's either very, very, very sad or very, very talkative. And same with sex, post-sex. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um just depends, you know. I I enjoy having conversation, like a little pillow talk. So I don't know. Uh, some I hate just... that. <laughs> um, that's that's really fair. Uh, so what are you what are you drinking tonight, Martin? The always lovely and satisfying cool drink of Natty Fucking Daddy. Eight percent beer with a two percent taste. It's fantastic. Um, what about you, okay. homie? Okay, I'm drinking uh, Nesh. Oh, I oh, fuck me. I don't know if I can read this. <laughs> Neshimpany Creek Brewing Company. Um, they're from Pennsylvania, Croydon, Pennsylvania. Uh, the name of the beer is County Line IPA. It is a five hop IPA, six point six percent, and it honestly, this is probably the most IPA esque. IPA, I've drank, like you ever drink an IPA? And you're like, holy shit, and you weren't expecting it. It is Hops like all that. Day. Yeah, it's so hoppy. Um, which sometimes I don't mind, but it felt very like at like very just like intense. So I think I'm gonna give this probably I don't know like seven point two. I'm not feeling it. It's not. I've had better IPAs as a cool can. It's kind of why I picked it up. So um, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. <laughs> I'm glad you're uh, going back to the fancier, yummier type of beer. I'm just sticking with the shitty natty daddy. And can I be honest with you? Like, I can, I want to give this two ratings. One, like, in terms of drinkability, taste, and everything, and it's a solid, like, four. Um, but in terms of effectiveness, I'm giving it an eight. It's a pretty effective beer. I, I'm kind of in love with it. It's become my well, new drink of choice. Effective rating, I think you got to give it a ten. Uh, if we were in a, if if there was like a scale of the different parts of a beer, ten definitely. Uh, Golden Monkey gets the ten. I don't think any oh, fucking beer yeah. can touch that. Yeah, I have like three of those, and I'm like, Jesus Christ! Have I been just like railing shots <laughs> all night? Like, what the fuck? Um, and it doesn't have that I drink really fast. So I drink three Golden Monkeys in like literally less than in like an hour, and I'm like, holy sh! I need to like sit down. Or if I sit down and then stand up, I'm like, I'm fucking wasted. So, yeah. all right. Well, um, this is our week uh, nine. Yeah, week nine EPL uh, bets prediction podcast. So, 
But a couple of things before we get into that, Martin. Did you see Wayne Rooney's rip from last night? Oh my god! Like the he had a thirty-five yarder. Yeah. Yeah, Gorge. dude. Holy shit! Uh, he still. People were asking questions. No, they weren't. But like I, you know, some people were, and you know, shame on them because Wayne Rooney. Wow. Like well, imagine gotta, if he. <laughs> what 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 were you gonna say? I got a bold uh, statement here. The MOS is a time machine or a time warp or a black hole to a uh, earlier time for all European players that have come there. Because like almost every single European player that goes there that are past their prime just start pulling amazing shit. Like Stevie G was fantastic. Uh, Lamps was fantastic. Kaka. Um, Rooney has obviously turned back the time dial to 2010. Slotin's killing it. So here it is. I think the MOS is a major league time zone. No, they just suck, Martin. That's a great theory. <laughs> it's just that you just go there and they're like, holy shit, this is like, this is how Pee-wee good you guys baby. are. <laughs> like, like, this is how good you are? Like, what? Like, what the fuck? Um, like, imagine if, like, Zlatan or Wayne or any of these players did their whole career in the MLS. Like, Jesus Christ. Like, they'd be having, like, a thousand goals, like Pele. Like, do you think, would... do you think, uh, if they, uh, this is actually a pretty damn good question. If these marquee players like Zlatan, uh, Rooney, the people I just said, started their career in MOS, started their training in MOS, would be anywhere as good as they, uh, are right now? I, because I don't. If you start in the MOS, you're just getting like a shittier roadmap to success compared to if you started in England, uh, Spain, Ugh. any European country. Like I think if Rooney started in the MOS, he'd be a bang average C minus D plus player. Mm, that is a good question because you're not going up against the best of the best every week. So. I don't know, man. I think some people are just born with that God-given talent. It doesn't matter who they go up against. They go up against a fucking bunch of schmucks every week, you know? So, like, I think if Messi was in MLS, Messi would still be Messi because he's just, like, born great. Like, there's just stuff stuff you can't teach. Nature versus nurture, basically. Yeah. Oh, you want to get into that debate? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, um, Also, shout-out to Peter Crouch, who I think... Uh, fuck Mendy, uh, Batshuayi. Peter Crouch is the best at Twitter. I'm just going to say it. He Crouchy is the king of Twitter. Uh, he had an amazing tweet about Lady Gaga's ridiculous-looking like outfit. I mean, I love Lady Gaga, and I love A Star is Born. Your eyes are like mute. Or what is the, how's that song go? It's like, um, your music to my eyes. Oh, God, it's so fucking good, Martin. Um, I have no idea what, what you're talking about. I'm assuming that's a song from uh, <coughs> Star is yes, Born. Yes, it is a song, and yes, I listen to it on Spotify. It's fucking phenomenal. Oh, uh, anyway, now anyway, it gives me all the feels. But he had a tweet about Lady Gaga, who's wearing this plus XXXL suit to a premiere, and Peter Crouch is like, "I love the Star Is Born so much. I let Lady Gaga borrow one of my suits, and it was fucking phenomenal." Um, <laughs> But I think that's all the soccer news I have. Anything we post on our social media, I'm like, all right, that's soccer news. So, um, so should we move into the weekend bets? Is this or is it time for week nine? Yeah, let's jump right in with the saddest match of the day, Kev. 
uh well i don't i wouldn't say the saddest match i would say probably the match of the weekend but maybe sad for you martin as the united fan of the podcast manchester united versus chelsea 7 30 a.m eastern time uh add or subtract from whatever time zone you're in uh <laughs> manchester united as the underdog at plus 400 to win uh chelsea at minus 140 to win as the favorites and then plus 280 to draw the over under is two and a half goals uh minus 125 for the over the under at plus 105 so martin the odds are not in your favor as that shitty hunger games movie series would tell you so what is your thoughts on this clash of titans i'm i'm kind of in two minds like part of me is excited to see um manchester united against another top team because there are times in manchester united under jose Mourinho's tenure where they perform incredibly well against a top tier team um so there's always that chance that united could turn on those afterburners and turn on that passion that we saw in the second half of newcastle and then on the flip side of the coin like Chelsea and Sarri have just been absolutely ridiculous this season. Hazard has been, in my opinion, the best player in the Premier League this season, and it is at Stamford Bridge. So I got to give the edge to Chelsea, but if you want a risky bet of the weekend, because both these teams have had the past uh, two weeks off for the uh, international break, so if you want a risky bet, both these teams are kind of coming in off a break, kind of not exactly in the mindset i'd pick manchester united just because if manchester united comes to play they can pose some real problems for chelsea but the brain side of me says chelsea's gonna win i think it's gonna be a 2-1 victory for chelsea but i'd take this bet for manchester united Mm. just because there's there's like a 45 percent chance that they could turn up fired up and just surprise everyone you is, know is there a good chance that happens <laughs> yeah, that's why it's 45 percent. i don't know if that's good but the betting part yeah. of me says hey it's close to 50 yeah i mean plus 400 i mean when manchester united is getting that type of line that's i would bet on them but if i'm gonna pick a team to win i'm gonna pick chelsea and i'm actually gonna go to go with the uh, same score line 2-1 um, right on but like I just, like you just said I think, like oh, the sorry, betting line the betting line you know like why would you not take a 400 plus 400 betting line on manchester united like hey if they think manchester united is that shit that's easy money right there bet on the old best team in the world yeah i mean when a when a team that good is getting like on paper is getting that good of odds then yeah like you kind of almost have to take that um but in my mind, I see Chelsea not breezing through this, but I feel like it's going to be a very comp, cool collective game for uh, Sorry, Eden Hazard, I mean, what more can we say? I mean, he's easily PFA player of the year already. Um, yeah. And who can and, control Hazard on United? Yeah, I mean, he's going to be a problem for United all day. I, don't, I can't imagine young... Uh, any of whoever gets chosen for the back four by uh phil jones like he's going to be just causing so many problems for manchester united the whole match and he it's just it is not only that like him one-on-one is a problem his ball like 
uh, like his movement and Giroud is actually really good against Manchester United. Mm-hmm. So um, I think it's just going to be problems all day for Manchester United. I hope not. The only way that I see uh, Hazard being controlled is if Ander Herrera puts him in his pocket again. And like, I, I think Hazard was not expecting that performance by Herrera when they first met up. So I don't know if that's even remotely possible. But if Herrera can control, or if Herrera can actually fucking start a game and control Hazard, then I could see United having a better chance. But that, again, it's like a 40% fucking possibility. So, yeah, I, I got to agree with you. I think Chelsea's going to be comfortable in this 2-1 victory. Uh, well, that was, I mean, especially, like, I'm also worried about your midfield, too. I think Nogoli Conte is going to have a day where he just, like, sews up that entire midfield you know what i mean and he's yeah. going against his he's going up against his french teammate he's going to be like sup big dog I'm about the fucking sh- <laughs> i'm going to sh- fucking shut you down all day pog boom so did you see that video of conte versus um uh timo werner like timo werner is i think 5 inches taller than conte and outweighs him by 17 pounds and going shoulder to shoulder conte shoved his ass like 5 feet away from the ball and i was just like that that dude is fucking for real like holy Mm. shit like i never appreciated conte and chelsea's system is set up in such a way like if you do not try and attack them attack them attack them press them they're gonna run the fucking field with Jorginho and conte and like i'm i'm scared kevin I'm, i'm scared I I mean, dude, I just watched The Haunting of Hill House, which also I started it. I started it and I had nightmares. I, yeah, I don't dude, know if I can I, watch it. I don't know what's going to give you more nightmares, this game or that show, but it is a, <laughs> it is a phenomenal show. So just just my my quick plug. So Haunting of Hill House sponsors Lads podcast. Moving on to uh I think I'm just going to hop around the other 10 a.m. uh Eastern uh time zone games. So I'll move on to Tottenham versus West Ham, a London derby. Hmm. Uh, Tottenham at minus 116 to win, West Ham at plus 308 to win, and a draw at plus 273. The over-under is three goals, plus 105 for the over, minus 125 for the under. Marin, I've already placed my bets, at least my one bet uh, for the weekend, and I have picked Tottenham. Again, I think Tottenham is going to come out uh, after seeing the England squad perform so well against Spain, which is pretty much Tottenham. Um I feel like West Ham is going to get... They've been having a good slew of games. I think this is the game where Tottenham reminds them, like, yeah, guys, like, you're like, you're not that good. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I feel like Tottenham is going to be, like, that wake-up call for West Ham where Harry Kane is probably going to get a brace. Um, is Erickson still on the IR? Is he still hurt? I think he is. Like, okay. I don't know what's wrong with him, though. I know he was injured uh, before the international break, and I think, I think it is a... Uh, a uh, knee injury and uh, there's actually news that i just read from the guardian so who knows if it's uh actually accurate but he is set to return for the west ham game okay i think that's gonna play a really big role but i mean i think deli ali is gonna be phenomenal eric dyer has been playing a little bit better uh i mean he still gives away stupid balls in the midfield um reminds me of granite jaka a little bit (laughs) (laughs) um Anyway, I mean, I mean, I feel like it has to be Tottenham, and I think with Son, they're just they're just too good. They're just too good, and I think West Ham's going to feel overwhelmed. They're going to 
try and get on the counter with Anardovich and everyone, and I just I don't see this being a pretty day. A lot of bubbles being popped. Yeah, I, I I think I agree with you because you know we always talk about how every streak has to come to an end, especially when it's been like three or four games, and that's exactly where West Ham is. And in all honesty, I think Tottenham's midfield is just going to overrun uh, West Ham's and deliver all the balls that they need to to Kane, to Son, to Lucas Mora, and especially with Eriksen back. Like, I mean, goddamn. West Ham's not going to have a day. The only thing that they have in their favor is that streak, and they are at home, and they've got high spirits. But at the end of the day, picking Tottenham every single fucking time. Yeah, I mean, at first reported, Erickson is back on Lad's podcast. So if anyone wants to know, it, it was us who reported it. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like Tottenham has a really great day. I feel like a lot of people, they've had a pretty okay run of form, Tottenham. And I feel like they see that uh, Arsenal is ahead of them in the table. I think they're going to really like go after their London rivals and get back up in the conversation of being title contenders with this game. So yeah. moving on. Um, oh, do you have something else or... No, I was just I was looking at the league table right now, and first through f- fifth, which is uh, Tottenham, are separated by two points. You guys, Arsenal and Tottenham, are tied on points. So this is, like you just said, like Tottenham's going to want to win this game. Tottenham is mm-hmm. going to want to go to the top of the table with 21 points, um, or at least get three more points before Arsenal plays on Sunday. So yeah, I'm I'm expecting like a. 3-1 game in Tottenham's favor here. Yeah, I'm thinking like, I don't even think West Ham gets a goal. I'm saying 2-0, but I I don't see any way how, I think they're just so good in the back, and Lloris is so wor- such world class. So, I don't know, man. I mean, Lloris could have a few before the game. I get that, but I, I don't know. <laughs> um, moving on to Burnley versus Manchester City. Burnley at Plus 2,754. And Manchester City at minus uh, 1230. Draw at uh, 1047. I I don't know how to say these thousand numbers, but that's how I'm going to say them now. Like I'm doing military time. Um, (laughs) The over-under is three and a half goals. Uh, The over is minus 140. The under is uh, plus 120. All right. So, guys... Let me just put this out here. Both me and Martin are going to both pick Manchester City. So lock that in. Manchester City is going to win. But you're going to have to bet like $100 to make anything good off this. So what I'm going to tell you is both me and Martin are going to tell you put like 2 to $5 on Burnley and just cross your fingers. <laughs> yeah, That's like, pretty much. Like, like if you don't believe in God, believe in one in the Burnley God just this day or the betting gods, the soccer gods. Just... Have faith that just because there's always one one a year where this might happen. So I'm going to put like two bucks on Burnley. I know, I know, I know, I know I'm going to lose. But what if you got to play the what if game in your head? So I think Manchester City in my brain tells me they're going to win 4-1. But I think Burnley is a good enough side to somehow get a, a shocker of the weekend. Yeah, we were talking about this like right before the podcast when we were running through the odds um, for a couple matches. And I just think it's downright disrespectful that uh, we're getting the odds from my bookie. I think it's downright disrespectful that my bookie gave Burnley plus 2,700 
to win this game, and they gave Fulham plus 3,000 to win a game against Manchester City. So, like, Burnley is a much better team than Fulham. Burnley, I think, should have, like, a plus 1,000 odd, but this just makes it so much easier to bet, like, two bucks here because you bet two bucks, you'll probably make 50 bucks. And Burnley, you know what? They've turned that corner. They're defensively strong as shit. They're playing that Burnley worm-eating football under Sean Dyche. Their defense is strong, and any team can have a day. And oh, I think we've bet on, like, every single, uh, every single like, huge odds thing. And we've got them all wrong, so this could be it, y'all. This could be yeah. the moneymaker. Martin, I just thought of something. Fucking Sean Dyche is a ginger, and we love Burnley. And now Josh Sargent, or whatever his name is, the ginger striker uh, for the U.S. men's national team, scored over the weekend. Everyone loves gingers now. I dye my hair blonde, and now everyone fucking loves gingers. This is bullshit. Like, what What happened? Like, Ken, I thought Does we that hate- not surprise you? <laughs> no. The second you no. go non-ginger, everyone likes gingers. This is bullshit. I am, <laughs> I am under protest, sir. This is, this is, this is ridiculous. I mean, what go happened back to hating gingers. I know. Like, I was like so excited to join you people and say like, <laughs> fuck, fuck gingers. But now gingers are cool. Men and blazers are comparing uh, Josh Sargent to Gritty, and I love Gritty. This is, ah, oh, what, what's happening? Anyway, uh, let's move on. I'm hopping around. Southampton, Bournemouth. We don't have to talk long about this. Uh, fuck Southampton. Bournemouth wins by a million. Uh, Southampton to win, plus 266. Bournemouth, plus 103. Draw at plus 255. Over under two and a half goals. Uh, the over is minus 125. The under is plus 105. Martin, I'm picking Bournemouth by a billion. I'm it's, and plus 103, this is a good... I'm probably going to bet Bournemouth. Plus 103 is really nice. So I'm probably going to put, like, a tenner. I might put a tenner, 15er. I just... I mean, I can't believe, once again, Burnley's getting... Or Bournemouth is getting uh, great odds against this. I think they're the much better team on paper and on the field. They have a better coach. They have better strikers. Um, their entire fucking um, striker line with uh, Frazier leading that shit... Uh, is a force to be reckoned with this year. Yeah, They're you're sitting... really you're really good up you're really good up top. Yeah, I I have to fly every weekend over to England to play, but other than that, it's a pretty sweet gig and I'm crushing it. Um, but no, it's actually my brother Ryan Fraser, um, and he's been fucking crushing it all season. And I think Bournemouth wins this game with ease. I'm calling a two zero victory. Yeah, I'm saying like three. I think Bournemouth just fucking steamrolls Southampton. I'm not biased. I'm not biased, but Bournemouth steamrolls Southampton. Okay, uh, hopping around. Uh, let's go to Brighton versus Newcastle. Brighton at plus two sixty eight. Newcastle at plus one nineteen. Uh, the draw at plus two twelve. Uh, this is a toughie, Martin, because Newcastle is really bad. But Brighton is a little bit better, but it's at Newcastle. Uh, can you go first? I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to stew on this one for a second. Yep. Uh, once again, I'm going with the winning streak, betting streak mentality. Newcastle has been shit all year. Um, they have so many shit things going on in their lives. Their uh, manager situation, 
is obviously being scrutinized by the owner. The owner situation is obviously being scrutinized by the fans. The players are obviously being scrutinized by everyone. And like it's the world against Newcastle. So I'm I'm picking Newcastle here because this shittiness streak has to fucking end at some point. And Brighton, like they've had good games here and there. Uh, they've lost points that they might have not lost. <coughs> Ugh. Um, and I think that Brighton is the better team than Newcastle, but I think Newcastle's luck has to end. I'm actually saying Ron Rondon's luck also has to end. He scores a goal. Shitty game, 1-0, Newcastle. Ah, uh, man, the unofficial gay capital. Just, I don't know. I, I want Brighton, the unofficial gay capital, so bad. I'm just trying to think how many times I can fit that into a sentence. But, um, uh, but I have to agree with you. Newcastle has, this has to end, right? Like I hope, <laughs> for like, Toon's sake. Yeah. I I and Rafa Benitez I believe is a better manager. Like history would tell me that. So and is at home. I'm going Martin, I'm with you. Plus one nineteen. Lock it in. I'm with Newcastle United. I think it's a gritty game, like you're saying. I'm saying uh I'm gonna say uh this is tough. I'm gonna say one nil. I'm with you. hundred percent. One nil game. Alright. I, I but I I think Brighton could win at the same time. So this is like the worst the worst feeling that I have of any uh, betting odds so far. I'm pretty confident in the games that we've already gone over. But this one, I think it's a fucking toss up. Yeah, I'm I'm not too excited for this. So let's move on to Watford versus Wolverhampton Wanderers. God damn it, it's the Wolves. Um Watford at plus 421. Uh, Wolverhampton at minus 134, a draw at plus 257. Um, over-under is two and a half goals. The over is plus 105. The under is minus 125. Martin, I'm going to... Uh, who are you picking? Again, Like I'm. Re- this is, feels like a toss-up game, even though the odds are heavily in the Wolves' uh, favor. I'm, I'm picking the Wolves straight up. Uh, a couple of their players had bang on international breaks i think the wolves are the most exciting team um of the non-top six teams to watch this season and i think that their coach uh nuno santos is fucking drilled a mentality into them and i kind of love the wolves at this point in my uh in my life right now and (laughs) watford Watford is still a fantastic team. Like, they're only separated by two points and two places on the league table. And I think this is going to be the most, one of the most fun games to watch this weekend. I think it's going to be super attack-minded, a lot of fucking pressing. Um, so I'm, I'm actually going to say Wolves win this shit, but it's going to be a thriller 3-2. Ah, uh, man. You know what? I'm going to be an asshole. I'm going to pick Watford because what I was going to do is I was going to bet Watford and then pick Wolves to actually win. I'm going to go. I'm not going to hedge my bets. I'm going. I'm doubling down. Watford wins and I'm betting on them just because like I think plus 421 is like way too good of odds to give Watford who I don't think like wander. The the Wolves are doing really, really well. I don't think they're like a whole leg or like 
you know, above Watford. So I'm, I'm going to go with the Moose Hornets. I think Troy Deeney and company, they got a good coach. Um, yeah, I'm going to go Watford, Martin. And I'm and like, I just felt like it wanderers again. Maybe it'll be a wake up call for them. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely could. Um, <clears throat> so I just had this random thought. Like, Suck. imagine if Watford still had Igalo um, to partner with Troy Deeney. Like, I loved watching Igalo play. I thought he was a better player than Troy Deeney, but his bitch ass went off to China. Um, if I would say if Watford had one more um, prime player in their lineup, I would pick Watford. But I think the Wolves are are a more fun team, and I'm betting with my heart. I really am. Uh, I think they're too close to decide another 50-50 toss-up here, but I'm, I'm yeah. going Wolves. All right, well, let's go to the real pick'em game of the weekend, Fulham <laughs> versus Cardiff City. Woo, uh, exciting stuff, guys. Uh, Fulham at plus 189, Cardiff City at plus 145, a draw at plus 241, over-under is two-and-a-half goals, over at minus 120, the under at plus 100, Martin, I, I, oh God, I don't want to pick this game because both teams suck. I'm, I'm saying Cardiff's misery continues. I'm yeah, saying they're the too. new. I'm, <laughs> I'm saying they're the new derby of. I think it was like 2011, 2012, when they got uh, ten points at the end of the season. I'm saying Cardiff just gets steamrolled this entire <laughs> year by everyone. Fulham wins this comfortably, too. Yeah, Mitrovic, uh, Sherla. Like, I can name players on Fulham. I can barely name players on Cardiff. And don't even, like, give me these, like, like fucking brown-nosed EPL fans who are like, I know every single... Like, he's fucking sabermetric nerds. I know every single player on Cardiff City. It's, like, cool. But, like, I at least know two big names on Fulham right like I think star power they've at least shown me glimpses brief very brief glimpses that Fulham can play exciting and score a bunch of goals I'm going with Fulham at plus 189 that's actually pretty good odds so um, I know it seems more like a pick'em game but I'm with you Martin I think uh, Fulham continues the Welsh's uh, misery which is nothing new to the Welsh. So, um, moving on to the, this is going to be the game of the champions, Martin Liverpool versus Huddersfield town. Whoever wins this mm. is going to win. The, is going to win the league. So this is, Dude, that's be true. A, this could start yeah. the streak of Huddersfield. If they beat Liverpool, fucking yeah. streak on 29 games, 29 W's in a row. Huddersfield they, wins the league. Let's go. Yeah. I mean, Huddersfield town champions, I mean, this could easily be the spark that lights up the rest of their season. Um, Liverpool, at, I'm trying not to laugh. Liverpool at minus 319. Huddersfield Town at plus 984, which is actually, Oof. when you compare it to, like, Burnley's odds, like, not too bad. It is also at Huddersfield, so maybe. Um, uh, the draw is at plus 420, blaze it. And the over-under is at 2.5. Uh, the over at minus 125. The under at plus 105. Uh, I'm not picking. I'm done picking Huddersfield. Liverpool wins this comfortably, like three-one. Like they give up a stupid goal. I think Salah gets a goal. I think Mane gets a brace. I think it's not even close. I think I think Jurgen Klopp is gonna go uh, 
NBA team that's already clinched the playoffs approach for this and literally start a B team here. Like, I think they're going to rest a couple of their marquee players. Uh, Mane just had thumb surgery. And I know you don't have to use your thumb um, in soccer, but, like, why don't you give him a couple more days rest? Salah faked an injury um, over the international break. Give him a couple more days rest. Virgil van Dijk, you want him for the big games. You don't need him against Huddersfield. Like, I think Liverpool is absolutely going to win, and I think Liverpool is going to win with whatever fucking players they put on the field. But my heart tells me something else, Kevin. It's streaking time for Huddersfield. I'm picking Huddersfield here. Oh, God damn it, Martin. I didn't want to pick Huddersfield, and I'm not. So, <laughs> just to be clear, I am not picking the Terriers. But I, Our I head-to-head appreci- bet, our head-to-head betting, I'm picking Liverpool, but I'm betting on Huddersfield. Uh, I'm going with Liverpool, and I'm not, I'm not going to bet on this game. It'd just be stupid. The only thing I'd bet on would be, like, the under because it's at plus 105 i can see liverpool winning this 2-0 so if mm-hmm. i was gonna bet on anything and huddersfield because i know huddersfield is just gonna park the bus <clears throat> the whole game so god damn it i want these terriers to pick up pick it up like why why can't they just be a good boy just be a good boy <laughs> like that's all i want just just you know go fetch go fetch and win this league um moving on i think we covered all saturday's games yeah we did all right, yep. moving on to Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Crystal Palace versus Everton. Uh, Crystal Palace at plus 347, Everton at minus 118. The draw is plus 253. The over-under is 2.5 at plus 100 for the over. The under is minus 120. Martin, I am going with Everton. Um, I know we would normally not pick draws but i feel like this could be a sunday boring draw but if i were going to pick a team it would be everton yeah i gotta agree with you and zaha may or may not even play in this and if zaha doesn't play it's obviously everton um and it's at goodison so i think everton i think it's gonna be i think i gotta agree with you i don't think it's gonna be a boring draw but I think it could be like a 2-2 draw. But like you said, we don't pick draws. We ain't losers. Um, I, I got to say Everton, especially if Zaha isn't playing. Because without Zaha, Crystal Palace is Huddersfield. Yeah, only bitches pick draws, right, Marin? Sup. <laughs> True. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. All right. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm, I'm cool, calm, collected. All right. Uh, yeah, I think Everton. I, I've really liked what they've been doing this like latter, like the beginning of the season. I was like, ah, here we go, Everton. But the latter half of the like these past couple games, I've I've really liked them. Like Theo uh, Sigurdsson's playing a lot better. Um, I don't know. I I'm getting I'm getting on this uh this Everton train. Okay, they're a fun team to watch though. Like I mean, from top to bottom, like um, fucking uh, Pickford and goal and. If and when Mina finally plays, apparently he's fully fit now. Like, I want to see him play. I love watching where Carlson play. Um, and their new forward, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, uh, that they got uh, Senk, Senk something, Tosan. Yeah, Senk Tosan um, is fucking good as shit. So I think Everton, I think, yeah, I'm, I'm actually changing my mind. I don't think it's going to be a draw. I think Everton wins 2-0. Oh, Okay. All right, well, shout out to those Toffees. 
moving on to Monday. Um, this is actually a pretty do- – usually the Monday game is a stinker, but like Leicester City versus Arsenal, this is a pretty fun matchup. Uh, these teams, when Leicester City was fighting uh, – won the title, uh, these both these teams like were really going at it, and the only team to have – uh, beaten Leicester uh, both times was Arsenal during that season surprisingly enough um, so I feel like both these teams have some cool history like recent history but it's at the Emirates Arsenal always does way better at the Emirates uh, Leicester is at plus 532 Arsenal at minus 197 the over under is 3 minus 130 for the over the under is plus 110 the draw sorry I forgot the draw the draw is plus 346 uh, Martin you really like the Foxes here but I'm going to have to go with good old Arsenal the Gunners fucking Unai Emery uh, Tierra is uh, Tor- can I am I pronouncing his name right I feel like always I can't roll my R's. Wait, do you have to? Do you, wait, do you have to roll your R's for his name? I think you can say Torreira, but I, I Tor- always do Torreira. Torreira. Okay. Anyway, um, he's great. He's just an enforcer. He's a goon in the midfield, which I feel like we've been missing. And Lacazette has been on fire. I mean, I said in the last podcast, Arsenal's fucking back. So, uh, back, 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 and. Abamyank. I mean, you got two like at least I wouldn't say top ten, but definitely top twenty strikers in the world. Am I crazy for saying that? I'd say one. I don't. I don't know if I'd put Laka in there. I'd put Ab- Abamyang in there. I mean, top twenty. Ah, uh, I don't know. I put him twenty five. Okay, I put him I mean, twenty five. I mean, like we're talking about the fucking world. Yeah. So. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> like twenty five ain't no thing. Like, like when we say like top twenty, I mean back like a couple when Bobby Young broke like won the Golden Boot at Borussia Dortmund. We were talking about putting him in like the top five of like strikers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah. yeah. And, and Ozil is coming out of his shell a little bit. Like he's being a little more talkative. You know. <laughs> um, it's it's in Arn Ramsey. He's scoring back heel flicks. Like I don't feel like I feel like all I know about Arn Ramsey is like when he does score, people either die or they're really nice goals or both. So I think Socrates. I think he needs to come back. I think he's still suffering from injury. I really like Leno. Um, I don't know. I feel like Arsenal wins this, but I think it's going to be a pretty gritty game because I think Leicester City is going to go like. Uh, all out against us. I, Leicester City is not a team to back down from a challenge, especially when they know it's Arsenal. <laughs> yeah. So I think Leicester City is going to try and give it, but ultimately Arsenal is going to come out on top. I'm, I I can't really say – I'm going to say 2-1, but it's like a hesitant 2-1. Plus they have Blockhead, and I love Blockhead on Leicester City. Harry fucking Maguire. Yeah, Blockhead and Cokehead, Jamie fucking Vardy, are like the two of my favorite players in the Prem. Um, and and you were saying like I was about Lester. I I I'm not about Lester. My brain head, like where my thoughts come from. Um, oh, that because I th- yeah that thing that piece of shit. Because I mean Arsenal's run of form has been fucking fantastic. They are a better team than Arsenal has seen in the past four years, um, in my opinion. And I think that their tactics are better. They have better players. I think Unai Emery has absolutely changed the system. But the fucking odds for Leicester to win, because Leicester ain't no slouch, you know? Like, Leicester is... They ain't no bitch. They ain't no bitch. Mama didn't raise no bitch. And (laughs) like you said, 
they don't shy away from a fight, you know? Like, they'll take it to every single team in the Premier League the same way they want to do it. And they won't adapt their uh, gameplay to be timid or anything. I think I think that Leicester is going to come to play. I think the odds, I would, I'm actually going to put some money on this game because I think Leicester has a chance. I think they have a decent enough chance to win this game um, for me to put, like, a tenner or, like, five bucks on it. But my brain thing says Arsenal wins this. I think this is going to be a fun fucking game. Like, both Leicester and the new Arsenal under Emery are super attacking teams, um, using their strikers as their main weapons, obviously. And like you said, Torreira has has just become a phenomenal player in the Premier League. I was super jealous that y'all got him because I wanted him after the World Cup. Yeah, the dude is just a workhorse, man. He reminds me of... yeah. He reminds me of Herrera on, like, steroids. A better Herrera. Yeah, that dude could, like, literally get shot. And he'd be like, all right, boss, where are we going next? And he's like, dude, you need to go to, like, the fucking hospital. <laughs> we need to go to the hos- hospital right now. He's like, no. Like, what do you need? Like, all right. <laughs> Word, baby. Yeah, I think I think this is going to be a fun game. Like, this, this Monday game kicks ass. Usually they're snoozers. But I'm excited to watch this one. Yeah, I'm going to plus minus one ninety seven is pretty good for Arsenal. I know they're the favorites, but it's pretty nice odds. Um I hate betting on my team, so I probably won't. Um but yeah, that's that's the EPL weekend, guys. Uh I do want to do a quick shout out, Martin. Uh Sevilla, our good friend Scott of the podcast, is top of La Liga right now and they play Barcelona. So is this the new El Clasico? Oh. Oh, oh. Okay. Oh. Um, I don't think <laughs> I don't think uh, Real Madrid is worth watching without Ronaldo, um, and Sevilla is currently top of the table. So I am excited for this game. I'm a huge Sevilla fan this year. Um, <laughs> Are you? Atletico Madrid? No, I just am a a, a Barcelona hater. Um, I I'm actually excited for this game, dude. I think Sevilla is is a pretty fantastic team, and they've proved it so far in La Liga. Hence, top of the fucking table. Where you at, Barcelona? Where you at, Real Madrid? Sup, guys. Uh, so also, Martin, we do have one fan question, which we're going to answer. It is from R Herrera three. He responded. He said, "I missed the fan question downline." But this is directed directly at you, Martin. But can you guys cover the best way to drink at a library, Martin? Yeah, for sure. Uh, well, so you did get a, a, you did you did drink in a, an act room before. Do you want to tell that story? <laughs> okay. I got in trouble in college for drinking in a uh, laboratory, um, a like chemical laboratory. Uh, blame it on our friend Kenny. His last name will remain nameless. Um, so I've kind of actually, you and I both have kind of become the masters of sneaking our drinking. We drank all the time in barracks and shit. Yeah. We can say uh, that now off, that we're the, alums. Yeah, first off, to give context, we went to the Virginia Military Institute where we literally lived in Shawshank Prison. Like, we lived in a prison for four years, and it was a fun... Okay, if you're a VMI alumni, I'm not I'm not shitting on VMI because these guys take it fucking seriously for some reason, but... <laughs> It was it was it was a prison. Let's all be honest. We lived, we had bar, we had bars on the fucking window, and we couldn't lock our doors because a warden would walk in, aka com staff. So, um, that is that. Putting it aside, um, 
Yeah, you just like just you just gotta play it cool. If you're gonna drink somewhere in an academic building, you just gotta like just just like you've been there before. That's the best thing I can tell you. If you're ever sneaking anything into anywhere, just act like you've been there before. Confidence is key, and basically what I do is the same thing we would do at at uh, VMI. Like I keep my beers in my bag. I have a nice little uh, cooler in there, um, and then I open them under the table. Pour it in a little, like a uh, like a coffee mug. That's what I've been doing. Just pour it in a big ass coffee mug, and drink coffee slash beer. And no one's the wiser unless they walk in and you know smell beer. But yeah. I have a door stand under the door so nobody can walk in. So ha, see you later, haters. I know. I had someone ask me the other day. It's like you guys drank so much at a military school. Why? And it's like are you f- you're fucking idiot. Like <laughs> you like, just like, answered I'm your literally- question. <laughs> I'm at a military school. I'm fucking getting yelled at all day. I have to wear uniforms. I'm looking at my friends at normal colleges go out and drink every night. And I'm stuck here going to formations every morning. There's check-ins. I got the like I have to have uniform checks, like and Kev, do you remember checks? when uh oh my God. <laughs> Do you remember going, when I well, put no, your go on <laughs> Do you remember <laughs> when I <laughs> When I put your uniforms to bed. Oh yeah, fucking all right. We went out we went out to the bars in Lexington, Virginia, and Martin like comes back. We wake up the next day hungover as shit from going to the bars. And like I didn't shave for formation. Our CO, Jake Cohn, shout out. Um, just looks at us. Like we're both just like our uniforms are covered in beer, like and we're seniors, so not a lot of people give a shit. I haven't shit and I grow a beard in like a day. Um he just looks at us and goes, Woof. <laughs> and I go back to my room because I'm hungover as shit after the seven o'clock roll call or whatever. And I look at my like locker where all our uniforms are, and they're all on the ground. <laughs> so Martin, when he came back to the room, I was already like dead ass drunk in my bed. In our hay, first of all, we didn't have beds. We slept on a fucking cot, which had a wooden table you pulled out. I'd, all right. Anyway, um, and all my uniforms are on the ground. I went, Martin, why? He said, I mean, I came home to barracks i just thought <laughs> i needed to put your put your clothes to bed <laughs> I, why I, I don't know to this day i don't know and i think i told this on the podcast a couple weeks ago like last week when i was like blackout drunk i disassembled a sink and tried to flush brussels sprouts down it so sometimes i do dumbass shit um when i'm drunk it only happens once in a blue moon normally i just dance and sleep when i'm drunk so once in a blue moon i'll have some dumbass fucking drunk martin stories yeah dude and i'm heading down to vmi this weekend for homecoming because when you're a freshman you're called a rat when you're a senior you get a rat as your rat and ours are seniors right now since we're both like 24 25 and i'm like i'm like already like getting anxiety like looking at those fucking prison walls <laughs> like please like please pause the podcast and look at where we went to school for four years you're gonna be like there's no way these two like dumbass degenerates like <laughs> who like lived and went to a military school but it's true it's true I, we both have we both had the degrees so that have really helped us out you know to make a yeah. podcast so. <laughs> yeah right but they can't um, take them back now dude we got them nope, and no, they can't take them from us no no indian giving here no takes back <laughs> um anyway guys thank you so much make sure to check out our social media our twitter facebook and instagram at lads podcast at lads underscore podcast loud americans discussing soccer make sure to check out our patreon page support us so we can keep making this shit happen we're doing a hat deal 
with talisman caps. Fucking sick ass site that's really cool, and they're just a soccer brand made by a guy who used to work and play in the MLS. He played for like five years for like Minnesota FC or something. Made a soccer brand. We're doing a collaboration with them. That's fucking crazy. And Martin, uh, shit, did I? What I forget? Did wait stadium scene? Uh, do you want? Do you want to do the stadium scene plug? Yeah, I'm gonna focus on not saying tickets. Hold on, one, two, okay. three, no tickets. Okay. okay, no tickets. Uh, go. Check out stadiumscene.tv. Everything that we do is brought to you by stadiumscene.tv. Go there and not only listen to our podcast and other awesome podcasts, but check out where the best place to find food near stadiums, any sporting event, any uh, musical event, whatever, best place to find bars, transportation, and everything that you can think of. Uh, Go to stadiumscene.tv. Dot TV right fucking now. Check it out. Get all that information. Check out some sick podcast. And check out us, y'all. Check us out on Yo, iTunes, Spotify. Yeah. We're on that shit. And just subscribe. Tell your friends. And tell them all to leave reviews. And just be like, hey, my friend told me to leave a review. And that could be your review. And you just press five stars. It takes five seconds. So, all right, guys. Have a great weekend. You guys fuck. And that's how I'm going to end the podcast. Beautiful. Peace. Sometimes I feel like I'm just talking to myself